You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Happy Halloween, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thank you for tuning in to the... <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the People's Podcast Show. It's episode 50, guys. Episode is this like our golden episode? Is that what they call 50? I don't know. I don't know what what I just made it. I tried to look it up earlier, but I couldn't find anything. Mm, Okay, but uh, we halfway to 100. Wow, right? We halfway to 100, so I mean, hey. That's golden for us. Hey, it's always a celebration when you can be on the mic. So thank you for tuning in. And I would like to welcome you guys back. It's your boy HJ on the mic. (laughs) I'm your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, everyone. It's Amber Nicole here. And we have Uncle Rizzy Rizzy Ra. As always, the one and only. As always, the one and only. Celebrity. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, if you are new to the podcast, thank you for tuning in. If you are true to this, thank you for tuning in as well. So we're just going to kick it off and get to our first segment, which is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour, just like your regular Happy Hour, when they got drink specials and food specials as well. They got a lot of stuff. They got a <laughs> lot of stuff. Sweet beans. Sweet, Sweet macaroni. Sweet macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is where we, we kick it off and we, we touch bases with each other, just catching up on a week. If we did or we didn't see each other, um, we just follow up just as accountability partners, as always. So what's up, y'all? Word. How was y'all week? Uh, Amber, would you like to start? Sure. Sh- okay. So this is one of the rare times where I feel like it's actually been a week since mm-hmm. I've been in the studio. Um, but that is because I have not listened to the show. So. I'm sorry. Let me take it down. I'm not going to be in the red levels this episode. Mm. Um, that's, that's a lie. Um. My week. So last Thursday, what did we do last Thursday after the show? Did we go to? We went to Cherry's. We did. We went mm-hmm. to the normal after spot. We actually had a good time there that night. Yeah. Um. And then we went home. And then what did I do last Friday? Mm, don't really remember. I know I had to teach my class, so that was that. If I did anything after work, <sighs> I really don't remember. Saturday. Oh. Yep. Nope. I don't remember. <laughs> Saturday, I went to a bar crawl. I do remember that. Um, that was fun. And I did my makeup as a scarecrow. And I really enjoyed doing my makeup as a scarecrow because it made me feel like I was more talented than I thought I was. So that was exciting. Um, Sunday came and I thought I was going to go to church. And I'm going to use this moment to be my accountability moment because I'm going to church on Sunday. I am going to church on Sunday. I will be going to church on Sunday. Um this past Sunday, I don't think I really did much. Uh, Monday through Thursday was, you know, the norm. Um, I have been investing in my fourth business, um, trying to make this bread in as many ways as possible, teaching myself a new skill. So that's exciting. Um, I did meet somebody 
on Saturday that I think could be very beneficial to what I'm trying to do in 2020. Um, so that was exciting me and another black girl who basically like does what I do. Um, work has been work and yeah, it's Thursday. I really don't remember. I could have, I could have like saved the world on Monday and I just don't remember, (laughs) but (laughs) you know, it is what it is. It's Thursday. I'm happy to be here once again. Again, it does feel like it's been more than a week. Um, since I've last been here with the homies, but happy to be here nonetheless. We got this good old JD apple, um, which tastes like E and J apple. Mm. If you were wondering what it tastes like, that's what it tastes like. I've never had E and J apple, but no, it well, tastes that, that okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, it literally tastes the same. Um, but yeah, that's I think that's all my happy. I, I probably have more like exciting things to talk about. I just cannot recall at the moment i'm sorry sunday i went to go see my best friend that's why I, I went to go see my my friend um and her daughter and her husband and those are my homies and we had a good old time we had some chipotle and it was always a good time when i go see them that's what i did on sunday sunday evening because i didn't do much on sunday in the daytime so yeah Got you. what about you miss michelle um i don't remember my friday either um. Yeah, I don't remember. Saturday, I bought a vehicle. Hey. Finally. Um. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. I got a little big body. Her Ooh. name is Georgia. Ooh. Um. So me and Georgia just been trucking around. So far, so good. Uh. Later in the evening on Saturday, I inti- I uh, attended a distillery festival in the downtown section of Jersey City. Afterwards, I uh, proceeded to meet my friends to continue gallivanting in the city of Jersey City, in which I enjoyed myself with the company of Amber and Joe. Uh, Shout out to Quanisha, shout out to Brian, and the other friends that we participated in Ratchet festivities with. Um, Sunday, I woke up and I went to church. Hallelujah. Ooh, yes. Even though I woke up with a cold and I had no voice and I was coughing, I had right. a fever, had an asthma attack on Sunday, I made my way to the house of the Lord, um, and I stayed there all day long. I went to second service. I went to two services, yes. Um, it was trustee day at a church over in Bayonne, um, and as a trustee, I needed to be at their trustee day. So. Did you march down the hall like... It come this no. far with the big booties like <laughs> swaying, <from laughs> swaying right. back to love with they black and white. That's how they be doing on Usher anniversary. Uh-huh. Anyway, so yeah, I was in church all day Sunday before I went home after because I think I got out of service the last service at like five. Um, so I went and picked up me some crabs from Just Be Claws, Ooh. took them back home, and proceeded to crack them in front of the TV while watching Power. Um, homegirl Lauren came over for a quick minute, so we watched Power together. Lauren always talks too much when the TV's on. <laughs> she knows she does, so when <laughs> she hears this, she won't even be surprised. Um, love you, Lauren. Ch- chill with Lauren for a little bit, and then I was just chilling for the rest of the night. Monday came. I took off of work on Monday so I could handle business for my car, as well as... um. I don't know, just try to rest up because I was under the weather. Um, At Monday evening, I ended up uh, linking with Amber 
and losing my AirPods. Mm. Um, but it was still a good time nonetheless. The rest of the week has been fine. I've been working, working, working. I'm, got, I'm getting over this cold slowly but surely. Um, yesterday. Yesterday. Oh, I was pissed off. I don't even want to talk about yesterday. Um, I was calling to check up on you, but you did not answer. For real, you called me? Yes. I must have been asleep. But um, why was you pissed off? Did I know why you pissed off? Mm-mm. No, oh, I'm gonna tell you off air though. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Oh, do I have to fight someone? Nah. Mm-hmm. Okay, as long as it's not that. No. But I'm just glad to be here with my friends, um, people that I know I can count on. Count um, yeah, all right. Be there. What else happened? That's it. It's Thursday. We in the studio. We about to record this dope ass podcast. Ooh, or whatever. Or whatever. What's up with you, Joe? <sighs> so, three is a crowd, and I try to, like, very, very, very strongly remember what happened on Friday, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Saturday, <laughs> let me tell you, one thing that I am, if you know anything about me af- after these 50 episodes, is I love customer service. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we, we, as um, Amber so eloquently said, we went to a um, bar crawl. It was in honor of today, Halloween. Mm-hmm. So everyone was, like, like dressed up in, in their different costumes. Mm-hmm. But I was disappointed. Oh. Just like Amber said, Amber was um, a scarecrow. And I was, like... The modern, I said the modern day um, blade, but a lot of people that I saw on Instagram, they was like, oh, you look like um, vampire in Brooklyn. So I took took both, whatever. But I was so disappointed in the um, the bar crawl. Oh. And you asked me why? Thank you. <laughs> um, why I, you I should, yeah, you Why you asked? That's the question. Um, so I've been to a lot of... Um, bar crawls well not a lot but if you're going to give an honor if you're going to call it a bar crawl they should have different specials and one that i've went to was like various um bars participated in it and we went to bars and it was just like the the whole purpose of it is to at least start somewhere and finish at the very end Mm -hmm. and you got to be strong at the end Mm -hmm. this one right here was so disappointing because every bar that was what that was on the map was was a long ass line right around the corner was a and then there was more than one event so yes they not only got my money but they got like hundreds of other people's money as well right and everybody was displeased of what was going on because i couldn't even get a cocktail and then the cocktail that i did get wasn't even on the freaking list (laughs) i was like okay so what is on the list and i asked the lady she didn't even know so they ain't even charge. You got tra- people coming in with their own cups. We like where right. you get them cups from because we paid our forty dollars just like y'all paid y'all forty dollars. Right. Like, oh no, the one we the bar crawl we a part of. We got cups. Right. We ain't get no cups. We just got a wristband and say thank you the for coming. The man came in and got a drink for how much? Two dollars. Right. Wow. Meanwhile, we paying fourteen dollars for drinks. Right. Wow. But I'm okay with that because I know I didn't wake up on um, Sunday morning with a hangover. But guess what? I woke up with mm, a, a cold. So I woke up Sunday morning with a cold. So I wanted to go to church because I did wake up around like 8.30-ish. Mm-hmm. Well, probably like 7.45, 8. Then I 
and I woke up and I woke up in a cold sweat and I was like mm -hmm. my body was aching I was mm -hmm. like listen uh, as God you know my heart mm -hmm. and then I was like I probably make it to 11 o'clock service and I went to sleep and woke back up at 10 30 and I felt like my bones aching yeah, I'm like mm, no God no it's not gonna happen but um I did attempt to go see my good old godson um and he was playing around like the kids today is very very smart mm -hmm. some of them may be disrespectful but <laughs> one thing i can give them is that they are very very smart right. um and he was out there being very very smart so i really enjoyed and um our time together and that's one thing that i am going to be doing more is spending time with not only my family but my godchildren, just so they can be they know who I am because mm -hmm. my godparents, I knew who they were. Mm -hmm. They was very, very influential people in my life. Mm -hmm. And they, they were like visible. So if I did if I didn't get it from my mother and father, I got it from my godfather and I got it from my godmother. Amen. So I really want to be that to my godchildren. Um and I do love it. Um my week has been good. Um I'm going to release the news guys i've been working at a new job and i officially made my 90 days oh, so i can officially post it on my linkedin mm -hmm. um a lot of people uh have been looking for me in very in the various places that i worked prior and i'm like nah um i'm not working there like somebody walked up to me yesterday and was oh. like you know your your hospital just got bought out and i'm like okay that's good mm -hmm. i'm not there I was like, really? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not telling me no news. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, yo, whatever. But nonetheless, it felt good. Um, in the beginning, um, it was like some obstacles because I'm not, this is like my second job after my master's. Mm -hmm. um, and it was like really, really, really hard because I'm so used to like doing stuff on my own, getting up and going and all that stuff. But, you know, thank God because he did. He kept me. He grabbed me and put me in a headlock and said, you're going to stay here. And I did. And I made the days. And I thank God for it. But um, nonetheless, my week has been really, 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 really good. So here is the happy hour. Before we before we move on, I want to say happy birthday to my daddy. Today is my daddy's birthday. Daddy. Mm-hmm. Go like this. Well, what's on me? Oh, what is that? Okay, got it. Oh, something was on my face and it was rough to get off. Mm. Anyway, happy birthday to my daddy. My daddy is 53 years old today. So, shout out to Big Papa. Shout I was to supposed that. to go out to dinner with him tonight, but he understood that I had to go record my podcast. So, I'm going to see you later, daddy. Ah, happy birthday to you, pops. Mm -hmm. So, before we move forward to our next segment, we just want to lift up our cups in our hands yeah. if you are drinking a bottle of water if you're yeah. drinking a cocktail or a cup of coffee or tea we want to say cheers to you cheers. and whenever you are listening to this episode we want to hope and wish you well within your day and your week and if it's going down just just i hope and we hope that we bring you joy after you finish listening to this episode <clears> and <throat> continue off a better week so cheers to you so the next segment of every episode is called the socials and just like the name it's just a social we just get our information and we like dispense it to you for things that you may know you do not know and i mean sometimes it may be hard to find but if you want to get it from us you heard it first on the people's podcast so we have um divided the socials up into three different segments into oh so uh, my segment the first segment of the socials is called 
it's just the celebrity. I think it's the, the celebrity gossip. Okay. Yeah, right. I would call it the shits, but that's what we used to call the socials. That's right. True. And then we don't want. We were trying to be PC, so right. I will just call it the celebrity news portion of the socials. <laughs> <laughs> right. That sounds good. So um, I'm bringing you all the tea, the gossip, things that you really shouldn't be paying much attention to because it's all a distraction from what's really going on. However. It's pretty fucking juicy. Some of it's funny. And sometimes, if you know me, you ever watch 227? Yes. You know the lady that always be in the window? Oh, yes. That's me. So, I just this is just the tea I catch when I'm sitting outside looking out the window, okay? All right, so um, <laughs> in uh, more serious news, I want to pay homage and, and give a good, hearty, loving rest in peace to actor, comedian John Witherspoon, who passed away this um the 29th 29th October 29th so that was this past when I mean Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. um first of all I thought I've just thought about him like I was just thinking about him maybe a week or two ago and just saying to myself because I knew that the boondocks was coming back mm-hmm. and I'm like yo John Witherspoon just been around like I hope he like stay around yeah and um to hear this that he passed suddenly in his home in California at the age of 77 it was disheartening it was a little disappointing for me I was a little I am sad about it however I just say you know for people who get to live the life that he had been able to live um and then be able to just go home and receive their reward is just you can't be anything else but happy for them mm-hmm. um, well did de- he's well deserving and um he's actually born like not too like not too far away from my grandmother. I believe that he was born in like January as well. My grandmother was one nineteen forty two. I think he was one twenty eight forty two. Um, so he lived a good life. My grandmother died way before uh, way before her time. She was only sixty nine when she passed away. But um, I just want to say uh, heartfelt condolences are going out to his family friends and loved ones um prayers and thoughts are with you as well as love from the people's podcast and a great thank you to mr john witherspoon for all the gifts that he gave us Mm -hmm. all the laughs that he gave us um in other news let me ring the bell to get my energy back Mm. to where it needs to be to give y'all this nonsense i'm about to talk about I wanted to get um, into some news about Kenya Moore. I told you guys a couple of weeks ago about how Kenya Moore was going to be um, divorcing her husband, uh, Mark Daly. Mm-hmm. And she opens up more about her split from Mark Daly in a post, according to the Shade Room, Kenya is opening up about her split and what led to her decision to split up with... Um, her husband Mark Daly in a different way she's tried to work things out so she took an interview with People Magazine and revealed that her and Mark have not filed for divorce just yet and she would love to work things out but only if she and her estranged husband could work through their issues so here's here's the double dash the back and forth right I'll call it the double dutch jump in. (laughs) She said, I didn't get married to quit. I love my husband. I don't doubt that he loves me. Let me be clear. I took my vows seriously. I believe in... 
I believe in for better and for worse, and I believe in trying it all out before you walk away, especially when we do have a child and we are a family. However, according to Kenya, she is not sure Mark is completely there when it comes to working to their relationships. She says that she is hopeful and has always wanted to work on their relationship, but she just doesn't know if that's a possibility at this point. Um, and she thinks that they haven't done everything that they could to save their relationship. So shortly after, after they announced that they were splitting up, rumors started to circulate that infidelity played a role in their splitting up. However, mm-hmm. Kenya denies rumors and says that is far from the truth. That that is far from the truth. She quotes. She says, and I quote: "I can tell you, I've heard a lot of rumors about secret families. I can tell you that's completely made up. There's zero truth to that. In terms of infidelity, I've had no proof of that. That's not our issue." To me, someone reading that quote from an interview on People magazine tells me that I need to read between the lines. Hello. She has suspected cheating. She probably has heard of cheating. However, she won't confirm cheating because she has, quote, unquote, no proof of that. Girl, from what I know. And I will just speak on from what I know. Most people in marriages break up for one or two of two things, mm-hmm. or maybe both money or somebody fucking somebody else. Mm-hmm. If he lie a little bit, as thirsty as you was to keep a man, to get a man, you'll let him lie a little bit to keep him. I mean, that's just my common sense. Mm. However, However, I won't I won't speak I don't know your truth, but I'm just saying from what I observed on the television as somebody that's been looking out the window for these amount of years watching Kenya Moore act the goddamn fool over a man. Anyway, I move on. Um She says that the distance have really been taking a toll on us. The distance, I guess, because he's always in New York and she's in um Atlanta. Initially we had tried we had when we had the baby it was great initially when we had the baby it was great he was there for every single doctor's appointment every ultrasound every scare we were 90 percent together he was a very supportive husband during that time um she said things got difficult after the, their daughter was born and she said that he opened up two new businesses and is opening up another it was frustrating for me that he kept opening businesses in new york but listen i want him to be successful and that's how he feeds his family so i couldn't be selfish but if you're living in two different places you have to be together during the times you're on the same place i'm gonna stop right there and i'm gonna move on because i, I don't have all day to talk about this stuff hmm. but i'm gonna say this and I'm not going to read no more about what the hell she's talking about. She talking about communication and shit after that. And after that, that's irrelevant. If Kenya is a woman with money, Mark is a man with money. As a woman with money, you know that, uh, granted, you have a baby now. You you might not move around as much as you used to, but you're going to be moving around because you're a businesswoman. You are a, a, a personality. You have to go places. People have to see you. This man makes his money in New York. He has money up there, and at the end of the day, he takes care of his family. So I don't understand where you had a problem with it unless he was doing shit in New York that you did not like. Oh, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If a man is making his money at work and take care of his family, y'all just make up times to see each other. Mm-hmm. But and but and you busy too. <laughs> but if you got a problem because you wondering what he is doing in the city of New York other than working. Right. Stop lying. 
Anyway. Um, Can I pause? Yes, ma'am. Cut this out. You need to talk about this. Super just found out that she has a sister. Remember she posted that paternity test? It had nothing to do with Lewis. Uh-huh. Somebody fucking DM'd her like, yo, my mom just seen that ad for your dad. Uh-huh. And was like, that's your father. Wow. Bitch, what? Really? Like, she just found that she has another sister. That's right. You don't have it, so I'm just saying. That's fucking crazy. Like, I'm, oh, my God. I'm gonna get but anyway, go ahead. Okay. That is crazy. Um, You need to send me that. Yeah, um, right Like, she literally just posted 17 minutes ago. That's wild. That's fucking crazy. Niggas thought that it was because of Lewis. Mm-hmm. Wow. Imagine, son, your mother, like, that man is your father. That's your father. What? She posted something. So Super has a, her Super's father has, like, a mechanic business, and the girl was like, oh, I need to call this guy for my friend's car. Mm-hmm. The, the, she said it to her mother. The mother says, let me see that. She looks and says, that's your father. Oh, no. So that's why Super posted this paternity test not long ago. But people thinking that Super posted this because her fucking fiance cheated on her. Mm-hmm. So everybody coming up with all these stories. And then that's why she was like, don't assume I ain't listened to this yet. But that's her real sister. Mm-hmm. And now they just got the DNA test that this new person mm-hmm. is her new sister. Because mm. her mother seen the man and was like, oh, that's your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that shit crazy. Damage. Right? That shit is wild. The internet crazy. The way things can happen on the internet is crazy. Um, next story that I have lined up is to talk quickly about. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna try to sum this up real fast. So, Kanye West dropped oh. out his album "Jesus Is King" this past week. I want to say it was on Monday or Tuesday, something like that. Um, no, it was actually on last Friday. Right, yes, it was on last Friday. I'm sorry, albums drop on Friday. Asia, duh. Um, they used to drop on Tuesdays, didn't they? Yes. Well, yeah. like CDs and shit, C- right? right. And then movies would be Fridays. Right. right now, it's all different. Everything is on Friday. So, um, Jesus is King is Kanye West's gospel theme album. Mind you, if anybody follows Kanye or cares enough about Kanye's music, we have received so many different drop dates for this album. Seriously. It just never, ever happened until this past recent Friday. And it's so crazy because I got a text through my phone (laughs) from my cousin that literally said, Jesus is king. And I was about to say hallelujah. Like, of course. (laughs) But then I had to see who it came from, and I'm like, oh, shit, it dropped. Yeah. So um, I will tell you as a Kanye f- uh, music fan I won't call myself like a Kanye fan Because I'm not a fan of how he's operating right now mm-hmm. But I'm, all, I'm always going to be a stan for his music So as a Kanye music stan I like this album It's different I appreciate the music However, it's hard for me to appreciate the music right now With everything that Kanye is doing mm. Um so it's just like, bro, just let me enjoy the music. But then I come out, it's like you're doing these interviews and talking mm-hmm. to people and you're saying things that are stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really, now you're making me listen to this song differently now. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. when I first heard the album, I, I, I was, I think we was in the group chat and I was telling Amber, like, I like what I hear and what I'm hearing, but I don't want to get myself gassed because after I first listened to the album without listening to any words from Kanye, I was like, this shit is everything. Mm-hmm. And at first I was very concerned because there was no cursing in the album. It was just straight gospel, positive mm-hmm. type of Jesus is everything. You need to get to know him type yep. of music. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. And then afterwards, literally not even 24 hours later, I hear news about Kanye saying some bullshit again. Yeah. 
so it makes me re-listen to the to the album and get upset. And however, I just wanted to bring out a, a quick point that uh, I found on an article that I was reading. I believe it was on People Magazine, and it was from actually it's not People Magazine. It's from Newsweek, and it was from this religious scholar who I'm going to quote, but he says, Kanye is a fool, but a fool we should listen to after Kanye's release um, of Jesus is King. And it, it just, he brings a point that he says, basically, I want to quote him directly. He says, when the world is upside down, we need to pay attention to the fools. And that, <coughs> damn, he says, when the world is upside down, we need to pay attention to the fools. And now is the time to pay attention to someone like Kanye. I get it. I don't know how many people are going to grasp onto that idea. Unless they're like a conspiracist. Um, however, I listening to the music, listening to the words, it makes me see... The message that Kanye is saying in the music outside of the person. And now, now I'm starting to separate the two. Mm. And I don't, honestly. That's something a lot of people couldn't do for, or still can't fucking do. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. And it's me because, being one of them. I'm sorry. Me right. being one, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to say that in a cynical kind of way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of people cannot separate the music from the man. Right. And, um,. I, at first, I couldn't either because mm-hmm. when the whole stuff, when Kanye just first started being belligerent and crazy mm-hmm. and doing things, like even when he did the whole Taylor Swift thing, yeah. I was defending him like, so what, Taylor Swift, corny, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't listen to Taylor Swift just because I was a Kanye stan, but also Taylor Swift is kind of racist. But you know what, but, too? Again, that brings you up to the whole um, Robert situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that Robert, was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were... They were they were saying that the whole entire time everything was going on. So now again, it's coming up. Yes. Yeah, that so makes you just like, okay, so just to play, I don't want to say devil's advocate, but if they can forgive this, not to say that I'm about to listen back to these this music, but if they're going to say that every they're going to dismiss all of BS, yeah. then they might as well just dismiss. They just forget about, remember what they did and continue to listen to 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 the other music like Robin music and Michael music, mm-hmm. so I mean I slightly disagree, but I definitely understand because I feel like when it comes to Kanye, he has like a different political, you know, type of thing where people will have different political views or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like sexually mistreating a person, but that, I mean like he's aligning himself with someone who has sexually mistreated people, like like like, like parallel. Aligning mm-hmm. himself with somebody who is sexy. I still see a difference, but I mean, I get what you're saying. Um, but how it's the- definitely a difference. But what I'm saying is, Kanye fans and Kanye stands are are not all I ask of Kanye fans and stands are to just acknowledge the facts, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can't say that it is it is not a fact that Do- that Donald Trump uttered the words that he would grab women by their vaginas mm-hmm. and he used way more vulgar terminology than that is is saying something as stupid as that n- not in the same playing field as sexual assault and right. abusing children right. i believe Absolutely. that so with donald trump but I, I just i only see the differences because like 
Kanye following Donald Trump had never been about like I agree with people grabbing women by the pussy. It was Why just like be? because he never said that. But that but he's no, but he's aligning him. himself right. with, that, with that person that said that. So yeah. I get it. So it's like to me, but that's opinion, just one thing though. Right, that's just one thing. But when I'm what I'm saying in my opinion, when it comes to that, before I finish making my point about the story, is just that I I don't necessarily see. Kanye aligning himself with Donald Trump the same as say like for myself me me being able to separate Kanye West from Kanye West's music from his political views I feel like it might be different from a person who listens to um R. Kelly and uh what else is this? So what's the difference? Because well, when I say I can separate myself from Kanye as this person mm-hmm. versus um, R. Kelly, R. Kelly is because I I interpret Kanye's person to be someone who is I don't interpret him to be a pedophile. I interpret him to be someone who is self hating and someone who has a different political view than me and also acts like, you know, whatever, says things that are offensive Mm -hmm. to people Mm -hmm. who look like me. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the music to me, Mm -hmm. being that I've listened to Kanye and I feel like, you know, his music has taken all these different tips and turns, Mm -hmm. I'm only listening to the music, which is why I also said that now that he's saying like these different things, it's making me listen to the music differently. differently. Mm-hmm. It's not making me think of him as a person differently because I see who he is right sure. now. But, but it's making me listen to the music differently. So, so when I first listened to the album, it kinda I was in that same mindset. Number one, because um, not in a, I, I wasn't expecting that from Kanye. Mm. And number two, it made me question who he was again. Mm-hmm. Because um, I know when after his uh, mother passed away, he like you said he w- did all these backflips and front flips and somersaults and everything like that. His music was all over the place, and when he came back here, so that made me wonder when the CD came out mm-hmm. whether or not if his mother was still alive, would he be creating music like this? Because I contemplate uh, that a lot, right? Because because honestly, I feel like he wanted to break the sound barrier to make people welcome him in so he'll be able to welcome welcome new things into our sound system so it's just like it's not that i didn't like the album it was just Mm -hmm. like okay is this who he is or is he that person but i don't think this would be who kanye like i don't well kanye has been using quiet since the beginning of time but the music of him like not cursing and like saying all this jesus stuff i mean he jesus walks of course but like this christian music it probably this probably wouldn't i don't know but i feel like if his mom was here his life would be different and he will be doing something else and maybe not this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of Kanye's music is made based on whatever, not based, but a lot of the transitions happen based on whatever the hell is going on in his life. And I think that Kanye West has been aligned with Donald Trump. Black people do not like Donald Trump. Kanye West knows that he needs black people to buy his fucking music. Kanye West in turn makes a gospel album of which who are the highest listeners of gospel music? 
blacks. Black so let's not really let's not think too deeply into this. My like I think it's very simple, right? I'm he he made what was the album that ain't have no cover? What was that album? His, nope. his like not not Pablo the one before Pablo. Cause I fuck with Pablo. No actually. cover. It was no album. It was clear. Oh that. Like with the skinhead shit on, like the really that weird was, album. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But now he doing gospel music with these choirs, right? But he's always used like choirs. Hold on now. But I'm just saying. But let's look at the timing music. and let's look at his surroundings. Kim Kardashian, who is directly aligned with Donald Trump, and not to say that that's bad or good because she's been doing quote unquote good things, right? Like she's been getting people out of jail. Right. I say that with the the biggest fucking like air quotes. But we can't act like people don't use black people as for their own agendas. That's all I'm saying. Oh, right? yeah. I think a lot of like black artists use black people for their I own I think adjustments. Kanye fucking West is doing that right now. And I think that he is garnering, re, I'm sorry, re-garnering his relationship with the black community and his black listeners who, like me, who may have not necessarily been all the, because I was a 100% Kanye fan. I fuck with Kanye. But I'm kind of on the fence now because I'm like, damn, Kanye, why are you doing this? Like, why are you saying slavery is a choice? Why are you saying, why are you so big on this, this, this bullshit? Like, think how you should or, or think how you want, right? Free think shit. When, like, your wife just so happens to be, you know, directly fucking aligned with this asshole of a president that we have. So I can't possibly not, you know, acknowledge the fact that all these motherfuckers is rich. Right. <laughs> they play us like pawns. Like we can't we can't throw that in the garbage. Kanye is no longer Jesus walks Kanye. He's not. Kanye is no longer Polo Kanye. He's talking about I love polos. <laughs> I love this. I love that. Kanye, that was you when you first came out and when you was getting the rock chain and when your jaw was still fucking wired shut. Now you would do we not remember when Kanye was in interviews speaking with this dialect that was not the one that he was speaking in this most recent interview? Do we not remember that? Mm-hmm. Kanye had this very like um preppy dialect. Like all of his words that ended in ER were with the ER. You know, very preppy, very like, you know, Oxford, very and now it's like you you back to your regular self? What what happened? You know what I'm saying? This is why I question what, like, who he is. I'm not saying the music is not bad. It's not good. Right. The music is cool, but I can't get behind it because I feel like you only going back to what we loved originally so that we could kind of, like, push aside the whole Trump shit. But you wearing that fucking MAGA hat proudly, I'm never forgiving you for that. Ever. And it's unfortunate. Because rich motherfuckers can do stupid shit like this. I'm sorry, black rich motherfuckers can do stupid shit like this. Like, that's well. just my humble opinion. So in other news, <laughs> um, and I'm not dismissing, I'm just... That was, was very so dismissive, I, though. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. Because I if know, we would have did that after what you had to say, that would be fucked up. It would be. So I apologize um, for doing that. But I will say that everybody... And I'm only saying that I did those because I was like I really didn't get to make my point. But but you can still we talking. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm for the sake you, for the I'm sake of time you. for the sake of time. Time, it's the show. Who cares? We, we got get to, to. We, we got to. Be I think here. that this is an important. I do want to get to all my points. Though. I think that's an important topic 
that we're speaking about. I mean, maybe just to me. I don't know. Maybe you have things that are more important to you. But what I'm saying is, no, like, I just want to get through like, the whole segment. In terms of like entertainment news and in terms of what the fuck is going on now and entertainment, I think that that's like things that people are actually like thinking about as opposed to whatever else may be on your list. But yeah, I know because what I what I was going to say was like totally off, of, not really towards that. Um, but I know I told I'm not here to say I. Um, don't respect anyone's opinion i definitely do and i think that you know that's the beauty of artistry is that you know when an artist makes music or when anybody that puts anything out there you know it's not always going to be received the same way and you know it doesn't have to be necessarily a conversation of right or wrong or this or that it's just however you interpret interpret what that work is or what the story behind that work is um you know, like I said with Kanye West, I had when I re-listen to the music and I hear what he's saying, like I listen to the music differently. But do I still appreciate the music? I do, absolutely. Um and you know, when I listen to his music per se, you know, it might sound like really like I don't know, contradictory or something to someone else, but I just see his story different from that of an r kelly and maybe an r kelly listener will say i listen to kanye's music differently than i listen to r kelly right. and that's totally okay right. because that's the beauty in the artistry um you can appreciate the art for whatever however you connect to it and someone else can appreciate you know that whatever they do for however they connect to it at the end of the day you know the person still puts out the music and makes mm -hmm. the money right. and we're just here to talk about it um the only reason i wanted to get into the next two segments i just wanted to you know get to everything not saying that one segment is one topic is more important than the other i just want to complete the segment but you would have gotten to your other topics i mean i mean cool. i i, I want to be respectful of time because you know we have other segments of the show so uh quickly Nicki Minaj and her marriage. Um, first of all, I don't know if anybody else knew that Nicki Minaj got married. I honestly just figured this out after she posted something on her show. I mean, on her page or her Insta story. I'm not sure how it came out. I think it was be because her and her fiance dressed up as Chucky and the Bride of Chucky, and he presented her with this ring. However. It seems that Nicki Minaj is now married to her, uh, I think they were together for maybe a year, a little bit under that. Um, this guy, his name is Kenneth Petty. They call him Zoo for short. So after, so, okay, Nicki, Nicki Minaj is 36 and he is 41. I'm sure that I have read that they have had a previous relationship sometime in prior years, right? Um, Nicki Minaj announced their exciting news on Monday with a video on Instagram. I'm reading from People Magazine showing the Mr. and Mrs. Mugs and black and white baseball caps that had bride and groom written across the front. Mm. She also posted a picture of um, on Instagram, and the caption read the marriage date, which I think was 10 21 Ooh. So that um, was the date that they actually got married. Mm, she said so, the table. 
<laughs> I'm guessing this is something that they did very discreet. I don't know if they went to the courthouse or had a very intimate wedding. Um, but she's married now, and she's been talking about this for some time. I know she announced her retirement. I don't think that's a real thing. I think she's just going to slow down a little bit so she can have a family and do what she does. So um, kudos to her. This was that was supposed to be a topic that I was gonna be like I really don't care, but I guess I should talk about it just so I can segue into the next topic, mm-hmm. which is to talk about another couple who has gotten together, mm-hmm. and like it looks is. like the ultimate, like the most ultimate, like shady of sh- like shadiest of connections, right? April Jones of Love and Hip Hop, who was also the baby mama of. Uh, Omarion from B2K hmm. is now in a committed relationship with committed. Yes, it's a committed relationship with Uh-oh. Lil Fizz, who is the bandmate of Omarion. Is this gonna be? A, uh, this sounds like another season of Love and Hip Hop coming right like it's gonna be his own reality show now april and fizz (laughs) right Right. wait like first of all okay so i'm just gonna give y'all a a short rundown of how this played out on mona scott's tv show love and hip-hop hollywood mona scott really know how to like roll out the tea so april and fizz have become best friends on this season of love and hip-hop hollywood because you know she was going through things with omarion and fizz was there to help her and she was struggling and he helped her with the kids and stuff she was losing weight not sleeping blah 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 oh now they best friends Mm. so now they're going around telling everybody that they best friends right thanks now (laughs) when that happened Everybody around them in their circle are like, what's going on with Fizz and April? Like, they extra close. Like, what's up with y'all? And they just keep telling everybody around them, we just friends. We just friends. Meanwhile, you know they've been fucking this whole time. I mean, you know, been doing things, fornicating this whole time. Mm -hmm. However, on a recent, like the last two episodes, they go public with their relationship. They decide that they want to be together. Oh, so this is on. This is happening on Love and Hip Hop. Dang, I haven't been watching. It. I wow. watched the whole season in a week, maybe three or four days, because I just had to see it. So I'm just gonna put, you know, on one hand, I will say this. This, although I uh, listen, okay, all right. Let me put. Let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and just put my two cents into it. Y'all can say how y'all feel about it, and we can move on after that. I do think that you can't help who you love, and you can't help who you fall in love with, Mm -hmm. you know? However, there is an etiquette to a situation as sticky as such. So I will say... I feel like Fizz should have had a conversation with Omarion. Granted, you might not. Maybe you feel like we ain't friends. I don't owe you nothing. But you know how that's going to look. And you know the heat that it's going to bring to him from people asking him, like, well, what's up? So you, I feel like a conversation should have been had. Now, Fizz keeps saying, oh, well, he ain't never say nothing to me. I told him I'm open to talk. You like, but so you going to sit up here and wait on him like you scared? People could love who they love, but I feel like this is an etiquette, so they look really shady to be doing that. And that's all I have for the celebrity news. I got a cough. <coughs> mm, 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 mm. 
Well, <clears throat> thank you, Asia, for the, the celebrity news. So what I have for you for what's on the tube, this week on the tube, I just feel like everyone disappointed me. Just like Asia said with the Little Fizz story, I didn't. Be, I don't believe that relationship. I don't believe you think it's fake. I, I think, think it's a little fake. I think all of it is fake. Mm -hmm. Just like Fizz acting in this episode of All American, because guess what? He was on there <laughs> acting like a um. He was a, acting, acting like he was a battle rapper, mm -hmm. and he tried to buck up against Layla. Um, Asking her like, "Yo, I want, I want um my studio time with your father," and I'm like, "Yo, I don't, I don't even believe you." Number one, go back to acting school because, or they need to recast him because I don't know what the frick is going on. Because mm -hmm. she, she, I believed her more than I believed him, and so she he just was a rapper on. I'm gonna have he to watch is this. On, All he American. is a rap. He is a rapper on uh -huh. All American, and he was put, he was um battling um. Bree, breezy, mm -hmm. um, and she, he lost. She I can lost. Just hear him with that voice. Da, da, he da, talking da, like da, a da, da, <laughs> All of that. He was he was battling breezy, and she lost. Mm -hmm. And um, Layla put up an extra, guess say a thousand dollars in studio time with her father, um, and he won. So he was just coming back for his earnings. I get it, but the way he approached it was I well, didn't believe it because mm -hmm. like. I can. I knew a couple other people that could have played a better role, oh. but this episode of All American was like, I think TV this week was was very emotional and a little disappointing. Yeah. Um, emotional because on All America everybody was all ups and down. Coach Barker was um he got a studio that was dedicated to um not a studio a stadium that was um dedicated to him the football field that he played on mm -hmm. was dedicated to him during their um. Their 25-year anniversary, high school anniversary, um, and Spencer's father, he was there because, you know, Spencer's father, um, Coach Barker, and Spencer's mother, they all went to school together. Mm -hmm. And we, we we find out from the beginning of the episode how they met, why they fought, um, why Spencer's father stopped um, playing football, and it's because he had some kind of sickness. Mm -hmm. um, Coach Barker didn't know about it. The only person that knew was Spencer's mother. Mm -hmm. um, but he was like, why didn't you tell me? And it's just like, because he kept it secret. We later, at the ending of the episode, Spencer's father, he like drives off because guess what? We find out in this episode as well, he held Coach Barker accountable to write to, to the letters that he wrote the first time that he left um, his children. He gave it to Coach Barker to give to his children, but Coach Barker never did. Mm -hmm. So he asked him to give it to him again. And he felt some type of way because um, the field that was dedicated to Coach Barker is the same field that he has to practice on to pra to teach the football students. To football, the football athletes on that field. So the right. fact that he was a good football player as well, and he got to play on his field or practice on his field that is dedicated to a man that potentially could be his hit, hit to his youngest son's mm -hmm, father. Mm -hmm. And now the mother is sitting up here trying to get with her teacher getting extra credit and all this other stuff. Oh, it's, it's just like crazy. And then Layla, she's going through, they find out she's going through like real depression because now Spencer and um, Coach Barker's daughter uh, uh, approaches her about her cutting herself. They went to the um, the hotel to see how the hotel was all over the place. And 
whatchamacallit, the Layla like kicked them out, all of that stuff. It was just like really, really crazy. It was really emotional. It was nice because I because you could finally see Spencer trying to get back with his father, the relationship from the from going to the games and stuff like that. But then it's just like I like um the episode ends with him put um starting up his car and wanting to pull off and I but I hope he doesn't pull off because it's just like it's nothing like leaving a young man with hopes that something good is going to happen so I just hope that something good comes out of their relationship and he doesn't run because his own pride is going to take really um really president over and I hope it doesn't speaking of pride um in this episode of Godfather which we now found Jesus. out that like like Bumpy has really big pride and the way that this episode ends was like he was like taking a baseball bat to the table and flipping chairs and shaking yes. the table and all this other stuff he got upset because he in the jam now he is in a big jam and he's not used to to, to being in a big jam like that like and yo, not for nothing that man really insulted his character when right. he told him I am a above you right mm-hmm. right so it's just like i understood that but it was just like from the beginning of the episode bumpy has always someone said that bumpy has pride issues and the fact that the episode his ended, mother said it right i mean his his daughter, his said, daughter it. said it like at the she end, said if my father go anywhere south of 110th street you're gonna see his pride be tested you're gonna see somebody that, that he just another nigga down there right and that you see how that affects him right and then, but now look at this look at this mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's very it, it's it's nice to see the transition of his attitude and it's also nice to see the transition um of his daughter's um journey as well because right, right, she's right. going from being an addict to like being in this 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 house this girl's this girl's house um it, it's it's good but i don't think she should be there some of the people in the um in the house are saying that she <laughs> that she's flirting with um Malcolm X and because he a player and all this other stuff like I was sitting up there like girl just chill like if she get with him she get with him she likes him she likes him but whatever as long as she stays there and she's clean that's all that matters and like you said like um like Asia said what you say about the love thing like you can't really would would it come to them would come to love you can't choose. I don't know. I don't know what you said. <laughs> I forgot. But but yo, I said that today, like on this podcast. I think you did, or I'm making it up myself. No, I but think oh, you're well, making that up. But yeah, I just um, you can't help who you love. You can't help who you oh, love. Okay, so you, I just said so, so you can't help who you love. And I mean, if she loved Malcolm X and she end up with him, then hey, she can't help who we love. If he break her heart, I don't know. I'm but I, I will stay tuned to episode six to see if she love him or not. Right. You so, know what I was thinking though, sidebar really quick. I was thinking to myself, like this on this series, we don't see Malcolm X with his wife and children. Mm-hmm. So I'm want like if I've, I'm trying to think back to the Michael Malcolm X story of when he met his wife and kids, but I was like, could at least potentially be his wife. His wife. Because yes. So I mean like I don't, I don't know. know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm gonna stay tuned or type my little tap my little fingers on Google to find out who um she is. <laughs> but um Marriage. Let's talk about marriages. Okay, so you're gonna say married to medicine, but never mind. No, I don't. You You know, I gotta get into that. I gotta like really jump in a deep end and get into that and like. But I'm not on it. But we 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 gonna see. Um, if you can get through um loving hip hop in a week, then I could probably try to get into loving to marriage to medicine. You never watched a season. 
I've only watched one episode. Oh, you need like three yeah, or four I'm, weeks. I'm, okay, four weeks? It's How? like five seasons right now. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Okay, we're going to stay tuned for that. <sighs> power. <laughs> Number one, before I get to power, Empire. I'm so disappointed that Empire didn't come out this week because guess what? It's FIFA. You know, every Ooh, time, FIFA. every time that Empire come on, it's some international sport that take take president <laughs> over their damn season i'm like what is going on joe don't want to watch the sports i don't care about the sports I'm a, <laughs> I'm a football fan and i mean you know fifa is like the original football right. football football that's football <laughs> i don't know what the american football we don't kick that shit unless it's be punting it but like i'm like damn i want to see empire to see what's going on just like somebody said in a meme, like I hope the next episode we um we finish the Queen Child Project. <laughs> like I don't understand what because I'm tired on. about hearing that shit. I'm tired of hearing about it because <laughs> people shaking the table like Tasha shook the t- shook the table on this episode of Power. Guess what happened? She Ooh, wants to sit up. Guess what happened? Let me tell you. Just like I said, I don't believe Little Fizz and Omarion's girlfriend's um, relationship. I do not believe the acting of Tasha. Um, what's her name? Green. Um, yeah, she Tasha Green now. She ta- I miss Green. I don't believe your damn. I don't believe. We don't believe. We you. don't believe your acting because let's listen. He shook you to. He took you to the to the refrigerator. The, the, the refrigerator. Oh, okay. He, he took the her to the, the, he took her to the refrigerator, <laughs> and she. It's like she had a delay in like what was going on, and then he disrespected you, like he he sunned you, like he took you he took his finger and like pointed to your head, and your head went back. I'm like, what is so crazy? That was so crazy. But you know what? This episode of Power was like even more crazy because like, yo, you just betrayed him. And just like we said in last week's episode, like who was worse? Mm -hmm. Tasha is really worse. Mm -hmm. Like one thing that Ghost would have never done was sell her out because he always felt like they were a team. Mm -hmm. And not only that, like what's going on with Ro Timmy? How the hell did he get into (laughs) Ghost's hotel? Like... To me, Colt, that is the problem. Is like, like reveling at the at the surroundings. Right. Like he's like looking at the bed. He's looking at the he window. Like, yeah, he's I'm really like, in I'm this really shit. in here, and I'm really planting this fucking phone in here. Right. Like, like how, that shit was fake. That made me think like, I right, Ghost is about to walk in here and find exactly. this nigga in his house in his apartment. Um, and like he just, it's not like he put it under the sink in the bathroom. Yeah. He put it in like. Like the little nightstand thing, and try to hide it. Like and he put thing. a piece of cloth, a, a cloth over it, yeah, like over a little bit, yeah, over it, like so. Ghost wouldn't find it right away. How the hell him. did he get in? That's when, my thing. Like, who at the desk gave him a key to go up the stairs and get into that room? Unless he was Spider Man and he like, and how he know the, which room Ghost was staying in in the hotel? Right. And how he staying in the same room in the hotel that he used to fuck Angela in? Hmm. That's well, the same bed. Well, I mean, he probably he probably had like residency. Uh, he probably had like yeah, you know how people give you presidents over like a room, presidents over a room. Uh-huh. So I mean, like, regardless of the fact, like it's just uh, it's a lot of shit happening in power that make me not believe. Like I'm watching an episode and I'm intrigued because it's power. I've been invested this long, so I need to right. watch it. But I'm watching it and I'm looking at Tariq saying, "You might have." 
giving me life, but you ain't never been my motherfucking father. Right. Douche. Right. And scene. I'm and, just like, this is so dumb. And then the way that they hyped up Jesse Williams to be in his daggone episode. Right, and he was in there for two seconds. You gonna come back to see... Cash. Cash. And, and, and what did y'all, What did the people give Cash? A melatonin? Because, like, <laughs> God damn it. Cash was sleeping in the back. Not a melatonin. Cash was sleeping in the back of Tommy call. car when... when Tommy left him. He was sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, when is Cash going to find out that his mother is no longer on the episode of Power? <laughs> Not on this earth, but on the episode of Power. Right. When <laughs> When are you going to find out? When is his scene going to end? I feel like we never going to see Cash again. We is never going to see. Maybe maybe it's going to be a sequel. Maybe, maybe the spinoff maybe with Cash. Cash going to be a drug dealer too. Right. <laughs> running, with running with Tariq. Running with Tariq. Like God damn it! So stay tuned on our our opinion on the next episode of Power because you know this is, next episode is going to be the mid season finale. So we'll see how that goes. And that's your boy for what's on the tube. Oh, all right. Oh no, not this time. No, we really we said that we right. Tasha, right. we were telling how we don't believe Tasha and how she acting now because her acting is really bad. She's right. wowing. Right. All right. So, that was a lot. Um, thank you, Joseph and Asia, for our entertainment and what's on the tube news. Now, in other news, um, I only have a couple stories because it's just a lot going on in the world. And I can't give you all the tea because if you are not abreast of what's going on in your democracy, then you need to double think what your priorities your life. are. Mm-hmm. You need to start watching the news. You need to start watching um, the little ticker that comes across your phone because it's a lot of important shit going on that you might want to be in the know about. Um, one story that I found pretty important today um, this news actually broke a couple hours ago from Washington. This is via CNN Politics. Quote, the House of Representatives on Thursday, which is today, approved a resolution to formalize the procedures of the impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump, meaning this shit is about to go to motherfucking trial, okay? Marking a significant step in the ongoing investigation and setting the stage for the next phase in the investigation. So the vote was 232 yay to 196 nay. And it was the first time that uh, the full house chamber took a vote related to this inquiry. So this is like really big news um, for all of you guys who are out there that don't vote. Uh, I just want to send you a big fuck you because no matter what, even if you do believe that all this is a scheme and you know, the U S government already has its agenda and it's going to do what it wants with us. Fuck that. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker is in is in office because of people who did not go out and vote. Period. That's literally what it is because most of the people who sit around on Facebook, Twitter, Insta and complain about the president did not vote. Mm. So I don't want to hear the complaints from you if you didn't even make your voice heard. So that's all I say on that. Um, The resolution passed largely on party lines. Two Democrats. I'm not even going to say their name. Um... 
They voted against the resol- resolution. Um, no, obviously, Republicans supported it. Um, Independent Representative Justin Amash of Michigan voted in favor. Um, the resolution provides the procedural details for how the House will move in its impeachment inquiry into its next phase as it investigates a whistleblower complaint. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Uh look at the motherfucking news. Hmm. Alleging that the president attempted to pressure Ukraine to interfere with the 2020 presidential election by investigating the family of his potential political rival, former Vice President Joe Biden. Once again, if you have no clue what I'm talking about, Shame on you. Because you see how shit has been for the past three years. Mm-hmm. Everyone can be naysayers. Everyone can be conspiracy theorists and say he's going to get a second term. Fine. But how shitty is it to not even let your voice be heard? Right? How shitty is it to not give a fuck enough to not even go out? I'm sorry, not even register to vote. So I'm going to use this moment to implore you, if you are hearing my voice right now, A, make sure you're registered to vote. B, vote if you're in Jersey City. There's an election, I believe, on fucking Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are the elections that matter. Those are the elections that help us. I mean, granted, we're typically good in New Jersey, but I'm just saying, like, don't be on the wrong side of history here. Like, just don't do dumb shit. There's a lot of people that I see on my Facebook or whatever, and they proudly say that they don't vote. And to me, it's disgusting. Like, you could have your own theories, but if you feel so negatively about it, why not just go ahead and vote then? Hmm. Right? If you don't give a fuck that much, why not just go fucking do it? Hmm. Um, that's that's all I'm gonna say on that. You know, again, it was two thirty two to one ninety six. They are uh, the House of Intelligence, Foreign Affairs, and Oversight Committees um, have been holding a series of closed door interviews with current and former administration administration officials as part of the inquiry. Um, this is a phase of the probe that's still ongoing and has already stretched over several weeks. So hopefully, this actually goes to trial. And so what? Like who who care? Like who cares? Like what the outcome is? We got to think about the forward strides that we're taking to get this mofo out of office. Um, the next story that I wanted to talk about is my man Cuba Gooding. This is kind of celebrity news, but it's kind of making like national news. Apparently this mofo, um, is in the middle of a very serious sexual misconduct case. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know it was this deep. And originally he had 14 women accusing him of sexual misconduct and now there are 15 women who are um claiming that he inappropriately touched groped bit and kissed them bit yeah Ooh. uh now another accuser has come forward bringing the total to 15 cuba gooding jr's legal troubles aren't going away anytime soon following over a dozen women coming forward to allege that he engaged in multiple acts of sexual misconduct with them according I'm sorry, another woman has officially come forward with similar claims. Um, he's been indicted on two additional charges since the new accusers come forward. Earlier this week, Cuba pleaded not guilty to new sexual mis- 
misconduct uh, allegations. However, he's still facing several issues. The latest indictment reveals that he's accused of touching a woman at the Lavo nightclub in New York on September 9th, 2018. Wow, he also faces a total year. of six misdemeanor counts related to three separate incidents, including three counts of forcible touching and three counts of third degree uh, groping. So, um, kind of unfortunate, you know. A lot of people tend to run to the aid of the black man. Oh, they just trying to, trying to take my black brother down. Oh, he was trying to buy CBS. Oh, he was trying to do this. Oh, he was trying to do that. I only say, you know, when are we going to take the facts for what they are? You know, when are we going to stop making excuses um, because a black man, a white man, who or whoever it may be, um, is now accused of sexual assault? Um, the comments are like, oh, I wonder who he made mad in Hollywood. And it has 1,480 likes. That's crazy that all these 15 counts can be true and you motherfuckers are so stupid Oof. to think that this is some conspiracy shit. Like, let's not, you know, let's not ignore the facts. Let's not ignore the, the possibility that this shit could very well um, be true. It's really unfair, not only to the victims, but just, you know, to other people who were assaulted or mistreated or groped or touched or whatever um, in any type of way because people automatically come to the aid of motherfuckers who could be very well very well guilty so just throwing that little gem in there um lastly just want to shout out to the washington nationals who just won the world series um they beat the houston astros Mm -hmm. in game seven it was a great series congrats to all the washington nationals fans um i want to say it was their first win in 95 years they uh, haven't won a World Series. So, congrats to them. That's all I have today for in other news. Oof. Thank you for the shits or the social. I mean, whether you're politically, politically correct or not, thank you. That was a whole lot of whole lot of. So, thank you. News that you should know. Thank you for the news that you should know. Right. This news that you should know. <laughs> and I mean the indifferent news. Too. Not and indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna we're gonna thank you for that and I hope y'all enjoyed it. So the next segment that we are going to be going to is Miss Your Home Girl, Miss Asia Michelle segment about nothing. nothing. That's right, y'all. Every week moving forward, I well, in the past couple weeks, I'll be giving you guys a mental wellness segment, and I entitled this segment a segment about nothing. Um, just because mental health is something that we as black people try to ignore, act like doesn't exist. And I just told a friend of mine today, I said, I don't know if people know, but black people are the most... Uh, is the is the ethnic group that most is suffer, suffers from mental healthness the most right but we are the first people in line that least tends to our mental wellness mm. we're the most that suffer from mental illness but we are the last in line to tend to our mental wellness mm. um so 
I mean, that's just something to think about. I know all of our listeners not might might not be black people, but um, definitely there are three black people sitting on this podcast, and so I'm just speaking that to speak our truth. However, here's a segment about nothing, um, and my segment about nothing this week is themed around the whole uh, idea of imposter syndrome. So I was able to actually get the gist of what I wanted to talk about this evening as I was looking through Amber's Insta story this morning, and she posted something in her Insta story that was reposted basically from a page called Healing While Black. Um, And it's a Twitter thread. So I'm going to go through and try to read most of it all and speak to it all and then tell you how this ties into imposter syndrome. So the post starts off as, to all the adults who were once talented and gifted children. To the adults that were all, the adults that were in the gifted and talented class, um, the adults that had the AP classes, um, that were always on the honor roll and such, is that most of us were in gifted and talented programs, enrichment and leadership academies, received certificates of excellence consistently on honor roll, AP students, National Honor Society, and multiple stoles and cores at graduation. I'm a ding to that because I'm one of them. And I'm I'm a little proud oh, of Oh, me it. too. I think we all are. Hold on. Right. I'm glad y'all can speak to that. My high as school well. was number one in the States. Hello. Most of us saw our family's eyes well up with pride when you brought home another trophy, certificate, or report card. It felt good to hear your loved ones brag about your achievements. They might have foiled you against your cousins who were less academically inclined. Hmm. Most of us latched on to being the smart one in the family. The one who was going to take the family to a higher plateau. The one who didn't need support. The one who was going to be just fine. Most of us carried this mentality into college. We took 20 plus credits a semester, sat on multiple e-boards and committees, assisted professors with research, applied for national scholarships because we were the quote unquote naturally smart ones who didn't need help. Most of us were taught anxiety attacks, depressive episodes, sleepless nights, social withdrawal, and eating disorders were merely the price of success. Just a blip on a linear path to greatness, things that smart people get over. When I'm emphasizing something, I need you to par- like to understand that. When they tell you you're supposed to just get over those it's, things. Yeah. Most of us are in our 20s and 30s now, a far cry away from undergrad and a 4.0 GPA and doing our damnedest to figure out life. The same ones who boasted about our academic conquests a few years prior now express confusion as to why you're still in school. Most of us can't go home without loved ones asking, when are you going back to school? When are you going to finish school? When are you getting a real job? When are you getting a better job? When are you going to get a man? When are you going to have kids? When are you going to start your business? When are you going to start your organization? Most of us have bad multiple periods of believing we're failures because we weren't running on a nonprofit, running a nonprofit at 26 years old. Most of us believe we weren't, we were disappointments and failures for not living up to our natural abilities that were already instilled in us. You're too smart to still be at this point in your life, they said. To all of us, Feeling those feelings, please remember, most of our loved ones did not navigate these treacherous systems for themselves. If they did, most would have a completely different tune. 
Please remember these distinctions of talented and gifted are drenched in racism, classism, ableism, and elitism. Most, more often than not, these monikers and these privileges and access tied to them are bestowed by a few, at most two, white teachers and savior complexes. Please remember your worth extends far beyond a GPA, a salary, a fellowship, or a degree. Please remember success is not linear and shouldn't be defined by anyone but you. Hmm. And that brings me into my whole um, lesson to you guys very quickly about imposter syndrome. Trying to hold up those ideals that everybody has had of you over the years and trying to... Uh, how do you say like put forth like as it's true I forget the word but like trying to live in that while not being yourself is imposter syndrome everybody has told you that you the smart kid and you always had things right so all you try to do is live up to that constantly constantly over and over again facts you're being an imposter because you're not being you're not being true to yourself imposter syndrome for definition is a collection of feelings of inadequacy that keep happening despite the fact that you have already been successful and it is evident. All those things that have made people believe you to be naturally successful as you are, those are things that you actually did, but you kept chasing those things, not for yourself, but for the satisfaction of these other people. You're becoming an imposter to yourself. And you have to remember that constant self-doubt it's only going to make this journey harder for you. So be mindful of imposter syndrome as you're moving throughout life and as you're trying to make it to whatever you would like to call success because you can't live your life for the satisfaction of other people. If their feathers get ruffled, that's their business. Hmm. That's a segment about nothing. Ooh. That was a whole lot, a whole lot of nothing. Okay. Ooh. Miss Am, do you have any gems? I do. Um, oh, here it is. All right, so mine is actually really, like, simple. It's, um, if you haven't realized, this this segment has been developing as I go along. I don't really know what it's about. Sometimes I'm recommending business tactics. Sometimes I'm just giving you life advice. Um, sometimes I try to wrap all of that into one but today i saw something that was very fitting and i thought that it would make a lot of sense for me to say it on this 50th episode um so here it goes uh your first podcast it'll be awful um your first video will be awful your first article will be awful your first piece of art will be awful your first photo will be awful your first game will be awful but you cannot make it to your 50th without making your first so get it over with and fucking make it so i say that to say um and i think i may have said said this before um if you're out there wondering watching comparing uh even envying because a lot of us don't admit when we envy other people Mm -hmm. um that we wish that we were in their shoes because how are they at a hundred thousand a million followers making ten thousand dollars a day and i'm not my product is just as good as theirs how am i not there we need to a come to jesus 
B, understand that the struggle is never televised. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Oh, I'm going to put that on a shirt. Cut that out. Okay. I'm going to write it No, I'm serious. Cut I that know, shit out. I know, because you really go put it on the What time are we at? The struggle is never televised. 78. Don't okay. put that on this show because that's the that's my next shirt. I'm putting it on tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, remember that people do not highlight their. I'm sorry. People only highlight their highlight reel, right? People are only going to post on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook the good shit that they're doing. They're not going to post their mistakes because how are you gonna? How are they going to post their mistakes and allow you to know the mistake? So bypass the mistake and then meet the next level that they're on no 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 so all the motherfuckers that dm me or hit me am i need you to teach me to do this or am i need you to do this for me or am can you do this can i come over no Uh -uh. you can't Uh -uh. you know why because i fucked up for months Uh -uh. i fucked up for months Uh cried over my shit wondering why the fuck am i doing this why 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 am i why am i putting myself in a situation that i know i'm going to fail but little did i know that is the motherfucking recipe for success i can only succeed if i fail if i keep succeeding wow what not to do right Right. So how can I make it to my 50th episode of a podcast if my first one wasn't trash? Right. How can I ever grow from something if I've, I'm sorry, never been trash? Right. right? I'm going to add to that. Mm-hmm. Your first one could have been fire as shit. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't mean the second, third, fourth, and fifth is going to be like this. Always. You right. fucking Sometimes right. The first one could be the bump. Right. But you didn't know it because it was so and, good. Right. Exactly. I'm sorry. No, you're right. That was and, good. And, and, and here we go. To add on to that you might have had a lucky a lucky first try mm-hmm. and now you like oh shit i got this but then that second that third and that fourth come along and you like hold up maybe i ain't learned everything i thought i learned right mm-hmm. maybe i don't know everything that i thought i knew mm. maybe i don't fucking remember what the fuck i did last time maybe i got lucky because motherfuckers get lucky a lot of time i go bowling i promise this is a real anecdote i go bowling, bowling. <laughs> i promise you i will score a 200 i don't know how to fucking bowl that's what i call lucky i go bowling maybe once a year and i promise you i shit on niggas every time i go that's luck because i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you get what i'm saying now if i'm practicing because i could i could hit that 200 and then the next time i go i might get a gutter every time because i'm swear i'm so nice Right? I swear I'm so nice at this shit. Oh, I got this. Now my attitude towards this shit is ass. Thank God our first episode was trash. I I thank God for that. Cuz this never shit ain't got episode one. This shit ain't got nowhere else to go but uh, uh you feel yo. what I'm saying? And this is just a podcast. I do a bunch of other fucking shit in my life that I'm currently failing at. Please listen to me. I promise you I'm going to be a millionaire. I promise you. Mark my motherfucking words. I promise you I'm going to be a millionaire. I swear to God. And I don't swear to God. I swear I'm going to be a fucking millionaire. You know why? Because I I finally understood what it meant to learn from your failures. I was so gung-ho on being a perfectionist and just... Because I I, I know the technical part of shit. But... Fuck as many technical things as you know. If you don't practice it and implement and be and, and put it into practical 
uh, use? What could you know? How can I sell you something that I don't have proof of it working? Mm-hmm. Right? How can I sell you my book or my my lesson plan on doing X, Y, and Z when I don't have testimonials from people saying, you know what? I bought Amber's X, Y, and Z, and that shit worked wonders for me. If I don't have any proof that I'm good at what the fuck I do, why would you want to buy something from me? And that is the problem with a lot of people who start businesses now. Oh, you want to sell lashes? You want to sell T-shirts? You want to do this? You want to be a motivational speaker? You want you want to be whatever it is? But if you ain't got no proof that you work, if you don't have proof, and especially for Black people, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Especially for Black people, we have to prove it so much more efficiently, right? It has to be so much more concrete that we are the real fucking deal for our own people to buy into us, not the other motherfuckers. Our own people to even buy into us. Hello, you need about a hundred reviews. Hello, I need a hundred thousand views on my YouTube channel for somebody to fuck with me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Look like it's truth. You're not gonna believe that I'm the truth until it's a million motherfuckers saying, you know what, Amber's the truth. You might want to hop on it. So I say all that to say, stop trying to hit the finish line when you're not even ready to be at the start line. Right. Yo, I posted something today. I'm not done. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't done. Okay. Good. But I'm done now. Good. No, I'm done. Good. No, I don't have anything else to say. Okay, good. Good. No, 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 for real, I'm done. You said you wasn't done. I'm done now. Okay. So, God, it's just when I'm talking, right? I don't need like. I feel like my thought wasn't finished. You get what I'm saying? So now my thought is gone. So I'm done. That's what I'm saying. I'm done now. Okay. Is that wrong? God. No, I'm asking you a question. It was a slight pause, so I said what I said. I said I posted something today. Right, but I, I guess I wasn't off my roll, so I was like. Still going, but I'm done. Okay. I still want to hear about what you posted. So I posted something today that said champions don't show up to get everything they want. They show up to give everything they already have. Mm. And that already related to what you said. So I was agreeing exactly because you don't show up to give what you want. You show up when everything because you give your all because you already have it but that shit was dope that was that was the segment about nothing and amber's little gems was a lot i i really enjoyed it (laughs) i really enjoyed it so do uh well we have 14 minutes i don't know if you want to get into questions or should we get into final i feel like we have a few minutes for questions we also have a few minutes for final thoughts so it's up to you i am b mike so i have to be quiet <laughs> all right i mean you got any questions i i, I thought you had the well questions. you know what we could get into final thought. <laughs> you said we like we gonna do questions instead of this one so i'm like oh you must got some questions I ain't no. got no questions today. I ain't yeah. got no time. All right. Um, we'll get into final thought and I'll go first. Um, 
I because I actually, I, I, as I stated in in an earlier, um, early in the episode, that I had a rough day yesterday, well, a rough evening, and I spoke to one of my best friends over the phone. Um, her name is Leanne. I call her Pookie. And I was talking to her about what I was dealing with. And I thank God for her because she truly, every time where I'm just like, I'm calling her to vent, but she still gives me a word. And um, from this word, I wrote down a number of thoughts that I was going through at the time. But she told me that this was a word that came. She actually just got in Bible study last night from her first lady after Bible study. And... um, the uh the the quote that she got from first lady that Leanne then blessed me with was and and actually was just a, a sign of confirmation for me for what I've already been doing is that you do what's best for yourself and everything else is noise hmm. you do what's hmm. best for yourself and everything else is noise hmm. and um yesterday I went through an experience to where I felt like I was sacrificing something that was special to me for someone else and then I was disappointed Hmm. my constant struggle has always been trying to make someone happy and that person be like either not being satisfied with what I have to offer or disappointing me in the long run and that quote, that word from First Lady of St. John Baptist Church in Newark, New Jersey, hmm. shout out to her. You do what's best for yourself hmm. and everything else is noise. You trying to serve someone else's satisfaction of you is, because I don't have a better term, it's dumb. Hmm. Because you don't only run the risk of disappointment from that person, you disappoint yourself. And I disappointed myself because I've been on a run of trying to keep myself on a straight and narrow, at least this week. And I was doing pretty good. And I broke that just so I can make this person happy yesterday. I broke that straight and narrow of what I was doing. And I was so proud of just to make this person happy. And that person bailed on me. That person left me hanging. And therefore, it triggered me to feeling the feelings that I feel when I feel like I need to numb my pain before I go to bed. I need to have a drink before I go to sleep. I need to go outside and not focus on work. Let me go be outside and do something. I was doing so good until I decided to do something for somebody else and that person did nothing but fucking disappoint me. And now I'm back to where I am. You need to do right by you do what's best for you first it's not saying that you can't think about other people but honestly you have to think about everything else as noise and i'll say that to say even as you are growing in your mental health journey your triggers do not go away Hmm. this puts your journey to the test so you're never going to stop being tested. Even when you feel like you're going straight on a straight and narrow, you're going to be presented with somebody or something wanting you. The devil comes in many forms. Ooh, ain't that the truth? And the devil serves as a distraction mm. from what you are supposed to be doing. And the devil could come 
let let me tell you, many forms, meaning somebody that is very close to you mm. could be the devil can be working in them. Mm. You have to do what's best for yourself. Everything else is noise. That's my final thought. You hitting with the blows today. <laughs> oh, that was on my heart. Oh, you so, hitting with the blows. I'm glad you were able to get that out. Mm-hmm. I feel better. Good. I'm happy that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy that that just felt. I feel relieved for you. It was that was a lot. Mm-hmm. I could tell that was a lot. I feel like you already know what that's about. I don't. I'm really sitting here trying to figure it out. And we'll talk about it later. I mean, I can infer. Yeah, but not really. I I could still be wrong. I don't know. Okay, we'll talk about um, it later. Sure. Um, my final thought, um, I have two actually. The first one, um, oh no, I'm sorry. I lost it. Here it goes. So don't be the person that is, uh, supportive of your friends when it's convenient, right? Um, people love to come around after they see that you have success and they act like they been knew that you was gonna make it. <laughs> like you know what? I knew the people's podcast. They, I, I knew, knew y'all, y'all was gonna, was gonna fucking get this shit popping. <laughs> no. Can I get a couple tickets? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so just I'm I'm saying that now because I wanted that to be on the record. Right. We said it. On okay. Episode fifty. Fiftieth episode. <laughs> I'm putting that shit on the record. If you ain't if you if if you have not subscribed to our shit, if you have not rated our shit, if you have never posted about our shit, I'm on my P dot shit right now. Right. If you never If you never us, been in this studio when hello, we was recording. Like Nah, no. Don't expect shit from us because I. Pro- One thing I can promise you, and I don't like to give promises because they're always broken. This fucking show is gonna be a thing mm-hmm. sooner than later. So it's like, don't try to hop up on the fucking bandwagon, you know. After you see niggas picking up speed, after you see some dust, some dust coming behind our vehicle because we 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 taking off so fast. Don't don't do it. And then my second final thought is um something that I posted today on my Instagram stories. Uh it says if you are between the ages of 25 and 34, I urge you to give yourself grace. You do not have to have everything figured out by a certain age. You are more than your career. You have more time than you think and that's the line that resonated with me the most in terms of having more time than I think. Um, there's a meme that's floating around telling you when Oprah got her big break, the age, the age that Ava DuVernay got her first, her mm-hmm. big break, that a lot of people got their big breaks and it's in their 40s and higher 30s. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I just turned 30 and I'm expecting to already have changed the world by now. So you have more time than you think. And most importantly, you are not alone in any struggle that you face. One of my favorite pastimes is finding common struggles with somebody who I thought was doing way better than me and they going through the same shit that I'm going through Mm. it helps me realize that I am actually human and I am not expected to be this perfect Mm. robot something to which Asia was speaking about earlier imposter syndrome it's real Mm -hmm. it's tough 
being the smart kid. Uh-huh. It's tough being the one who went to college. I'm sorry, only one who went to college in your family, literally. It's tough because you have all of these ex. My mother never came to one basketball game in high school. I was the uh-huh. captain of my basketball team since I was a sophomore in high school. My mom never came to none of my games. But I bet you see, she expected them A's on that report card, period, and, and got mad when I came home at 7 p.m. because practice ran a little late. So it, it's it's crazy now that I think about it and thinking of it in retrospect, like, damn, sis really expected me to have all these good grades and wanted me to be a part of all these clubs and shit, but never really supported me. And it's funny Cause I think of support as coming to my games, Mm -hmm. but now at my big age of 30, I'm like, damn, well, I did have a roof over my head and some food to eat. But then I think, well, that's my mom. She's supposed to do that for Mm -hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of these things that we, we fight with ourselves with, with imposter, imposter syndrome. You going deep. We need another episode. Exactly. And it's like seeing that post today, that Asia was talking about, it's like, damn, this is me. Shout out to Amber's Insta story for giving us half of the people's podcast. No, for real, like, that shit was real. It's like, yo, this is me. Like, I didn't know other people Mm -hmm. fucking felt this way. That's how I've been feeling for the past fucking 20-something years. 20 years, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, that shit real. Imposter syndrome is real. If you are out here and you got all your degrees and you still ain't got no job or quote-unquote job that everybody thinks you're supposed to have, it's okay. We just here to tell you that it's okay. It's cool. Joe, take us out. What's your final thought, bro? Not only that, if you feel like you have not even accomplished that much and you, mm. you've accomplished a lot, you oh. accomplished Shit. a lot. Because <laughs> rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. Mm. So, <laughs> well, sir. You can you say that again? Rock bottom became what? Rock bottom became the solid foundation on which I rebuilt my life. That's real. Hollywood. Because honestly, you're not living your life for nobody else. And once you find that out, listen, you can start to once become you rebuilt. Hit rock bottom. Yeah, you can begin to rebuild yourself. You ain't got nowhere else to go but up. Because listen, you don't live your life for nobody else. And it's like sad that people find that out later on in life. 28 29 30 31 because then that those are the ages that they say you start to begin to live your life and we could have learned it before but nonetheless when you begin to live that life you got it you you got it no matter what age that is this is oh i can't hear you can you hear me now yes okay because i won't be able to do this because it's Oh, Um, Jehovah Witnesses don't celebrate Halloween because they don't like random people coming up to their door. (laughs) (laughs) What? But they be knocking on mine. What? Every Saturday. What? Yo, they be in the damn train station. (laughs) Yes. What's the thing? Yo, they be at the light rail. Bro, I mean, they be at right. they, they be at the light rail with the thing standing up on the table early in the morning. <laughs> you would think, yo, you would think that it was the the, the newspaper, but it's right. their pamphlets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like, can I get a? Co- oh, do you mind. know him? <laughs> <laughs> yes, are you I ready do. for Jesus' return? <laughs> right. 
Oh God, that was good, Uncle Ra. Thank you. I love that was good. Um, this is episode fifty of the People's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you are interested in coming on the show or being a supporter, you know our email. If you don't, I'll give it to you now. It's it's the People's Podcast at gmail dot com or hit us up at the People's Podcast on on. IG, hit us up on Twitter or even Snapchat. We'll see you next week. Bye.